Come along quietly or not. You can have all the talent in the world and never get anywhere. Some farmers bait a hook let you bite upon it. And now, without further ado, Okay, we're here for another episode of Planet Shivers. I'm Albert Shivers, here with Isaac Wilson again on the sound. And here, sitting across from me, is probably one of the more exciting local artists here in Pennsylvania that I've had the pleasure to meet. Here with us today is Briggy Williams, also known as Funky Lollipop. Hey. Thanks for doing this show, Brittany. Thank you, Albert. Thanks for having me. I really, this really love it. This is going to be fun. It's already sounds like it's going to be fun. Cool. The pre-ramble. Good. Uh, so pre-ramble. I, before we get into things, I just want to hype a book I got in the mail today. This is a book by, um, it's an art book by the rapper M.I.A., otherwise known as Mia. And um, I've been a super big fan of her, her albums. And I just recently found out that she has this art book. That is a lot of um, her album covers that she designed, which is news to me. And um, just seeing how like her art and her music go hand in hand. If you've ever like listened to her tunes, it would be cool to, to check out this book because like lots of she uses a lot of color and there there is a lot of layers to it once you start a digging into it and two, you know like going through the book with her music in mind is pretty cool. So, Briggy, let's get right into it. Okay. And um, I guess we could start out with where you started out. Oh, wow. What got you artsy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's see. I, I contend that uh, we all know what we want to do from the time we we're very small. Mm-hmm. I believe that we all know what we want. And... Um, the reason why some of us get there and some of us don't have a lot to do with in some ways the parents we have or maybe a teacher that we had or you know someone mm-hmm. who believed in us or saw our vision or maybe didn't see it mm-hmm. and so um, I knew from very young um, that I was an artist um, I studied dance and um, other forms of um, performing arts um, I'm a singer mm-hmm. I sing jazz and blues and um, and then I'm also a visual artist. So um, that's what I am called to do. But I always feel like just because you're called to do it, I did it reluctantly mm-hmm. because I didn't believe that was really like this is I'm really an artist, you know, but this is what I was born to do, create mm-hmm. art. And so I've been doing it for oh, well over, I would say, 30 years or more. So, yeah. Nice. No, that's yeah. same here. Mm hmm. Were you, which one, you mentioned a lot of facets mm-hmm. in what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, which one was, was the first, or did they all come mm-hmm. about at once? Well, no, well, um, dance came first because I was part of a dance troupe that my cousin um, started, and she was um, a prolific dancer across different types and styles of dance, um, jazz, tap, ballet, um, modern and she passed that on to me mm-hmm. um, the, the the power of movement and the lines of movement and that was just something that was really freeing to me um, and then um, on, on top of being an athlete so those two things together 
were really powerful because you have to visualize yourself doing the movement, doing the motion, and um, being a dancer and um, being a painter. It's all about movement, fluidity, you know, and getting a message across. But mm -hmm. you're using your your body as that that vehicle like the brush you know to get mm -hmm. people to see that so 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 all of that stuff was always sort of in my head and it just pulled me and i just i just loved it nice mm -hmm. what kind of mediums of visual art yeah work? yeah yeah well that's a, that's a deep question because um as we were saying earlier before we started um i kind of go with whatever pulls at me it's, mm -hmm. It seems very artsy, you know, how artists talk. And I was like, oh, my God, I sound like one of those <laughs> artists. But but it's really it's really true. Um, I don't censor myself regarding the medium. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, artists can have their moments where they feel, OK, I'm going to do a series of this type of art or that mm -hmm. type of art. And I think that's good to have that structure and discipline. But I also think it's good to go across different Mm -hmm. mediums and genres and so I one day I could be doing chalk next minute I can be doing tape using tape you right. know so I I don't I don't say oh I can't do that I used to mm -hmm. because I was intimidated by the types of materials that would need to be used to create that work and I had absolutely zero experience doing it because it was so out of the box, even though I did have training as an artist, I didn't have training to do that type of art. Mm -hmm. And so it was really, but then I got over it and I just decided I'm not going to hem myself in by saying, I'm not that type of artist. I am an artist. So whatever mm -hmm. I create, whether it is a beautiful meal or music or poetry, you know, it's always going to be art, in my opinion. Is there a medium that you haven't tried yet that you'd like to? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, right, right. Um, well, right. Yes, there is a medium that I haven't tried yet that I am exploring right now. And that is doing, um, I want to do a sculpture, um, but I want to make it out of fabric. I want to do, mm -hmm. I want to use um, perhaps like tool or something very ethereal and very, fluid to create a, a sculpture of some sort out of fabric and I think that would be pretty pretty interesting very cool. provocative I think yeah yeah I think that would be Not very cool really would be. yeah I, I would like to actually and again where that came from I really don't know I mm. just um it pops in my head and I go hey you know what I'm gonna try that and see where it goes yeah. yeah, that's that's the most fun way to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the art that people create, they're creating it to get an, a, a, a reaction from someone. But if you just create what you feel, then you're going to find the audience that likes that because you don't want to create something that you're not really excited about. Yeah. yeah. You, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You definitely have to be excited about it before anybody can be. Right. Because it'll come out in the finished product okay if you just half-ass something mm -hmm. um it won't come out the same as if if it was something you really mm -hmm. loved the process of doing and mm -hmm. the idea of doing mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. will come out different you could you could tell right yeah. can you tell like even in your work there are oh, things you've started absolutely right <laughs> and then you were like this is not it yeah right and i yeah no i've mm -hmm. i've gotten 
I've gotten rid of art. Mm-hmm. Which I always, hindsight, never am glad that I've done. Mm-hmm. But like art that I just wasn't happy with, I'm like, it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Gone. Because mm-hmm. um, I also do notice that if there's something I'm not happy with during the process, I could stick it in a folder or in the closet for however long it needs to mm-hmm. needs to incubate. Right. And because maybe, maybe you aren't, like, you aren't at the level that you need to be yet. And you maybe, and this is a big maybe, maybe an artist can start a piece of art prematurely. And I've had that feeling where I've started something that in my gut, when I hit that wall, I can understand, like, okay, I'm not supposed to finish this yet. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go in the side, mm-hmm. go away, and then I'll take it out when it needs to be taken mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And things have happened that way for mm-hmm. me also. Mm-hmm. I've gone back to things, mm-hmm. and this isn't so bad, and mm-hmm. with whatever happened to me between the start and that time of taking it out, mm-hmm. it has added an extra layer, mm-hmm. and I could look at it differently and mm-hmm. continue it and mm-hmm. hopefully finish it. So then do you think like there's a different layer of understanding that you brought to your life that then when you saw that piece six months or a year later it had a different meaning to you and then you knew exactly where to take it oh yeah 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 i would even say that finished pieces i could look at mm-hmm. however long later and get something different out of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. if and it's more like I don't know. I don't want to hog the whole thing. You're the mm-hmm. guest. How do you oh, feel about no, it? No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm listening to you. I mean... Because um, I can go on and on. Uh, yeah, but... Um, well, I feel like... I do feel that way. I feel like sometimes... Well, here's what I... Here's where, where I know when I'm on the right track. And I don't even know what track I'm on when I'm creating something mm-hmm. most of the time. I don't even know where it's going. I don't know how I'm going to get there, what it's going to look like. But I do know that I have a level of confidence about my skill level and level of to detail and, you know, my quirkiness. And, you know, when I bring all that stuff and my level of color, which a lot of my work is just full on blast. Um, mm-hmm. Volume 10, it's always turned up <laughs> to that because that's how I see my inner world. You know, <laughs> everybody is wearing the brightest colors imaginable. And... Um, and then I try to bring that to life. Um, but I feel like once you start a piece, you have to keep giving to it. And then at some point, it'll start to like give back to you. And then right. you're like, oh, I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. you know. But it takes a while sometimes to get there. And then you have to have patience with yourself and um, just commit to the process. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're creating something you've never thought was even within you you know and that's why i love when i get a download of artistic a flash of artistic genius mm-hmm. not from me but just from the universe because we're all sort of pulling from the same you know um, artistic cosmos we're all pulling for all the artists mm-hmm. from beginning to time to now to the future we're all swimming in that beautiful like pool of of creativity and, um, you know, maybe something that I may not do, somebody else may do. And so, but um, 
we're all pulling from it. And so whenever something comes through that is outrageous and beautiful and different, I have to give birth to it. I have to do it. And if I can't, I have to write it down. I have like ideas I've written down. I've got Mm -hmm. for so many years, but I feel like they're like my nagging children that you're always pulling at you, like, you know, pulling (laughs) at your dress or your pants, create me, create me, you know, create me. And, and you're like, no, I can't, I've got to work and I've got to cook dinner and I've got to do, but all of these ideas are trying to get all of your attention all at once. And that's when you need medication. Well, no, not really, but I'm just saying, (laughs) but they're all coming at you at once. Mm -hmm. And, um, and one of them are going to get priority, but the other ones are going to be nagging at you. And so that's why I write them all down. And I've noticed over the years, that's a good technique because if you write the idea down, it kind of like gets them to be quiet for a little bit, (laughs) you know, but then you can always refer back to it and incorporate that into another idea. So it's important to, try to really keep a log of and little sketches of what you had intended Hmm. because then later on when you go back to it you'll be like wow that was a good idea I'm going to incorporate it with this new thing Hmm. and so that's why I believe whatever you feel as an artist you want to create you should just do it and don't say well I'm not you know an oil painter I'm not watercolor I'm not you know what I mean? You're not mm-hmm. until you are. And it doesn't matter if you're good at it or not. The fact is, is that you are actually doing it. And it's not even a matter of just being good. It's a matter of just your spirit's telling you to do it. And there's got to be a reason for that. So it's good to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll bring a lot of peace to you, I think, if you pursue your um, artistic visions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. probably keeping a lot of people sane mm-hmm. and alive. Yeah. Just Truthfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know um, many artists, of course, throughout time, you know, have had issues and art saved them. I know art saved me. I mean, between um, athletics and um, dance art, you know, all mm-hmm. of the different um, uh, disciplines, they, like, like that's been like my best friend. That, you know what I mean? Those little characters <laughs> understood me and I was able to... Um, find peace within the process of creating. Right. You know, and stillness within the process. And wonderment, because you create something like that snowman, I had no idea that I even had that Mm -hmm. ability. And I just said, I'm going to just use tape and see how this snowman turns out. So let's let's talk a little bit about the snowman. Mm -hmm. For anybody who doesn't know Mm -hmm. um, what we are talking about. (laughs) So I'll just give a brief little insight on what the deal was um about a year ago here in Stroudsburg um the idea was thought up for six foot styrofoam snowmen to be painted white and then handed off to artists for them to do whatever they like to do on them through approval wasn't anything too crazy Um, And there was a tremendous variety amongst the 10 that were created. And Bergie, you did one of them. Mm -hmm. And I would say Mm -hmm. definitely one of the most interesting ones. Thank you. So Mm -hmm. from what was that process like? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. tell us about the medium. Well, the process was, of course, we had to submit, um, you know, drawings of what we were going to do. 
and I more or less did these geometric shapes in very bright colors. Um, and I thought, okay, that would be cool. I'm gonna just paint them purple and some red and I'll line it, outline it in black. And, you know, um, I didn't know what the face was gonna look like really, but I just thought, okay, I can create a face. I thought I was gonna do a traditional sort of snowman. And then, um, it, then it dawned on me, I think it just would be really brilliant if I could do it all in tape, mm -hmm. with tape, with duct tape. And um, it was great, but it was also scary because like I said, I had never worked with <laughs> duct tape before. And, um, and um, luckily for me, there's a company called Duck, I believe. And they make this insane array of colors. Yeah, I've seen those. Have you seen yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely eye-popping, beautiful colors. Um, and I used um, duct tape, electrical tape, and HVAC tape uh, to create the snowman. And um, and the process was pretty interesting because it was um, wow. I don't I can't I don't even know how many cuts I made to create right. the shapes and you know everything that I had to do. And then I wound up weaving um, the HVAC tape. Um, I took basket weaving, which I think is an interesting jumping off point. Um, mm -hmm. just, just as an aside, I think that um, just, you know, as artists, we should just be just absorbing as much information and then actually doing hands-on stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm still, I take watercolor classes and like I said, I did basket weaving, mm -hmm. and then I did some um, uh, punch needle embroidery art as well. Um, and uh, uh, I studied ceramics, but I'm not saying that I'm going to be a master at all of these things, but what I am saying is, because I took that basket weaving, I was able to incorporate that into that snowman piece. Right. And I think those little, tricks and those little things that you have in your arsenal those little talents that you have can you, you can elevate it and you can take your piece to some a different place mm. because you've incorporated something yeah You're right no, it's very non-conventional no i agree with that right so if you just take the non-conventional and incorporate them into something that is conventional as a snowman then you'll come up with something that's really um unique and different and so that was my that wasn't the plan going in, but that was certainly what I learned from doing it. I learned mm. that. I would bet if you um, somehow you sent the picture of your snowman to Duck, oh, like, can you imagine? They'd probably that would love be that. So that's a you might great get endorsed idea. by Duck making art with their product. Kidding me? Do you see the product the piece I'm doing now? <laughs> I did that with duct tape also. Mm. But yeah, send them the snowman first. I'm gonna send them the snowman. I'm not gonna yeah. send them the other. <laughs> I'm not going to send them that one. I'm going to send them the yeah definitely Feel them out. yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I think I think the snowman thing is actually very cool and yeah. uh, it's an idea. I, I will um yeah why not? And you also just speaking of interesting uh, mediums, mm -hmm. you also did balloon art. Oh or right. Balloon art of the light. <laughs> right. Um, well yeah my balloon art wow okay so that particular type of art that i did again was something i stumbled on mm -hmm. i was um um i had a shop with some friends like a store and mm -hmm. we were having a grand opening and they were going to be like kids there and you know it's gonna be very festive and so i thought oh it'd be kind of interesting and cool if i make 
make little animals for the mm-hmm. kids. Something, of course, I'd never done before, but I was like, how hard could it be? You know what I mean? You just, you know, do this and do that, and you just squeeze the balloons together, blow them up. How hard could it be? Well, it turned out it was, it was pretty hard because I created, like, horror animals. I don't know what they <laughs> were. Some had heads, one had an arm. It was crazy. Um, so I was at home practicing, and um, as I created the pieces I just put them down on the couch and then I of course started just looking at them and um, staring at them and then I started to really see all of these different shapes and very abstract and um, really intricate and interesting and I photographed them Mm -hmm. and um, and then once I photographed them I was able to really just study them and um, and create basically what you saw, which we were saying it sort of was like alien genitalia. Some of it certainly does look like that. Um, they all have like you know ones that I've seen, mm-hmm. and um, I'm glad I was the only one because mm-hmm. it, it, it makes me feel like I don't have as dirty of a mind. But a lot of them as were very suggestive. Okay, when you look at them, and maybe it's you know I'm the first one to say that it's no like you know. It's not, it could be nothing to do with art. It's just what people make of it. Mm-hmm. It was intense. Yeah. I mean, it was intense. Especially because they were also lit up. It was, oh, that's right. Thank you for reminding me about <laughs> my art. I completely, yeah, um, I, I, I printed them and then I had them illuminated in light boxes. Mm-hmm. And then actually what I did too was after I photographed them, I just really saturated the colors. Because again, I like that very turned up bright. Right. Uh, you know, really uh, amazing colors. And um, the, the combination of those things really took it to, like, the screaming edge of insanity, I think, <laughs> in terms of what what you could do to a common party item, like a balloon. Um, right. But, yeah, I, uh, I illuminated the work, and it was really well received as something very peculiar and odd and strange and different Mm -hmm. um again just going with that don't limit yourself don't you know and don't don't try to copy someone else you know um i think if you listen to your own your own artistic voice you'll never copy anyone because you can you you're going to create your own originality your own Mm -hmm. work you may be influenced but straight copying someone is i've seen a lot of that um so that balloon art was born out of um, just trying to make uh, little animals for kids. And I saw something in the work just sitting there and I just decided to to run with it. And I have a lot more um, that I haven't even printed yet, but I'm going to print and illuminate those. And yeah, but it's, it's pretty provocative. uh, I think a lot of people were um, not a lot, but I mean, I showed at the first Friday art walk in Scranton and it was people were kind of like hmm like (laughs) what is this you know and um, I thought that was good that they were able to see something different you know I think art is supposed to provoke you and I think people are intrigued when they are able to see this person is really trying to tell a story and instead of judging it and putting it down I should try to find out what it is they're trying to tell me, you know, with their art. You know, it, it stretches your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you let it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's true. Yeah. As great as um, the balloon art was, Mm -hmm. it totally ramped it up that it was illuminated. Mm -hmm. It gave Mm -hmm. it that much more Mm -hmm. of a pizzazz to it Mm -hmm. to attract Mm -hmm. people's eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, like it was, there was one, it was on a particular wall, that was like the hot, that was like the corner to be in. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one looked, that was like, how should we describe that? It was sort of like a large, a large penis, a large pink, <laughs> <laughs> because they were balloons, hmm. um, penis with these legs that were sticking up in these elongated balls. I don't know. It was just, you know, it's like some, I, I'm not doing it justice as the artist, but <laughs> that's what I saw. I mean, I saw a lot of things, but the more obvious thing was, was that it also hmm. looked almost like, I, like I said, like you know, alien genitalia or something like that, like very peculiar and twisted and provocative and a little uncomfortable. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it may, (laughs) it is kind of like, wow, we're all standing here together looking at this and we can't stop looking at it, but we, so it kind of makes you feel a little bit, a little bit dirty. (laughs) But I think we all need to feel that way in public at least once or twice, right? right? So, yeah, but it was, it's good to see people's reactions to it. I like it. I really do. You know, it makes me feel like, well, we're able to share this and you can go home and say to whomever, I just saw the most amazing, bizarre, strange, whatever you felt mm-hmm. kind of art. And I think we should go back and see it together. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's, that's fun when you can explore that. You mm-hmm. know, I like seeing, as an artist, I like seeing art like that. Like your art to me is... It's really thought-provoking. Um, I see the work involved as an artist um, that you do. It's very intricate. Um, it tells a story. You know, it, I don't want to say it gives me insight into who you are because I'm not going to try to psychoanalyze you, but it actually does give me some <laughs> insight um, just into, like, the way your, your mind works, you know, and because people may see a package and think one thing, but then they'll see your work and go like, wow, like that came out of you. Mm. So then you just exploded another, you know, myth or thought that they may have had or projected on you. And Mm. I get the same thing. People project a certain, you know, and then they see your work and they don't think, um, I was showing one place and when people saw, figured out that it was my work, their thinking was, but you're not, they thought, they think if you're a woman, there's a certain type of art you should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be, you know, alien genitalia. You shouldn't right. be doing that. That's not, it's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. You know, or um, some of the stuff that I'm doing for the upcoming show. Like, why would you do that type of work? Like, I don't, I don't knock people who want to do the types of work that you know, but my 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 train is going in a different direction yeah. than what most people are doing, and that's not to be provocative. It's just answering whatever call is inside me to do. Yeah, that, and that I'm work. sure that there are artists who are doing things that are a little more, we'll say, safe. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. wouldn't really, maybe, don't even want to. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. I just heard a story recently of mm-hmm. artists through the ages, mm-hmm. especially when things were much more easy to get condemned for, 
who had the art that they'd show. Yes. And then art in their basement. Correct. Like there was a period in history when um, during like way back um, when the Christianity ran mm-hmm. ran Europe, mm-hmm. where trees greenery mm-hmm. was dirty to paint. Mm-hmm. It was not allowed. Right. It was too. A tree mm-hmm. was too suggestive. You know, like to get a yeah, tree through, yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. have to have yeah. a big religious figure, like a big Jesus sure. or a big Mary, sure. and way in the back, a tree. Right. And this one artist, again, whose name I forgot, mm-hmm. but who was brilliant and did tons of these re- big religious paintings that people loved. Right. He dies, and they go down his basement, mm-hmm. and he has these beautiful, huge murals of nature wow. that he had to hide. Wow. You know, and that is seems extreme to us because mm-hmm. it's nature, and now mm-hmm. you can gag on, on right. nature and mm-hmm. landscapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are other things now that we... Pro- and I have art that mm-hmm. no one has seen that I stash away. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I feel I need to do that. Right. Probably don't, but, no. you know... Probably not, but again, we all judge ourselves, you know, um, hold ourselves back or judge ourselves regarding what we will write. Will someone see this? Which means in many ways that we are still kind of, still kind of catering to the status quo because we are, we're too concerned with what they will think. You know, whoever the they are, you mm-hmm. know, and but for all the work that's hidden away and people feel like they're ashamed or or not willing to, you know, come out of the closet. Because I, I think you don't have to be gay to be in the closet because we're all in a closet <laughs> of some sort, mm-hmm. you know, and we're all hiding something, you know, I mean. So um, I think the art that we don't show is the probably the most powerful art that we mm. that we have within us because it's sacred to us so we want to like keep it to ourselves it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're even ashamed of it or afraid of what people think it's just you have a relationship with this piece of art that you don't want to share with anyone else and so you want to keep it to yourself and admire it and you know not have judgment about mm. it from anyone else and so you know what i mean so mm. i have that i have pieces like that that i you know, I look at and I and I admire it, and I mean, sure, at some point, yeah, I'll, I'll show it because now I feel like okay, it's okay. But they mm. are like your babies too, yeah. yeah. You know, and you don't want to sell your originals. You never want to no. get rid of them. You know, but it's it's difficult. But you don't know that you've got more in you. Yeah. And some artists feel like this is all I have in me, and if you feel that way, then you're never going to be able to move on from a certain style or or type of art you've created, you know, I think you need to go through these little evolutions of, of what you can create, mm-hmm. you know, and as be as prolific as possible, you know, without being um, obnoxious about it. Because some people just like to offend, right? you know, and then it's like, why bother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like mm-hmm. offense, in art is it's a very small mm-hmm. and quick payoff mm-hmm. you know you'll get that like mm-hmm. whatever the reaction is mm-hmm. and then it's, it's over you know it, I think mm-hmm. offense 
isn't held on to, mm-hmm. where if you love a piece of art or a piece of art mm-hmm. gets your mind going, mm-hmm. you tend to hold on to that memory yeah. of that art, piece of art yeah. or the film or whatever. Sure. You know, made me think whether mm-hmm. or if it offends you, it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. and then you know, mm-hmm. you put it out of your mind. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there are some pieces that do. Um, there is art that is offensive, but it's offensive. I guess it just just depends. I mean, I can't speak to to to, to it all, but um, but even the art that is offensive then becomes over time it has a different meaning to it because mm-hmm. of like um, a lot of this black memorabilia art that to me because of the time that that work was created in who created the work, mm-hmm. the message they were trying to tell about black people through that racist um, art has stuck with us and now it is a part of America. You can't mm-hmm. not be a part of America. Mm-hmm. You know, using black people to sell soap and pancakes and, you know, Verena grits and, and using indigenous people to also sell you know, products without mm-hmm. their consent and in a way that is not flattering, you know, right. um, is is all a part of why I feel the work that artists create today have to tell more of a story. And even if some of that work from the past is pulled in, I think that that's a good thing, you know, to remind people of the history of that work. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something else that I feel very strongly about and that's I'm pulling some of that type of work, um, artwork from that era, um, into my more current work mm-hmm. as well, and um, I think it needs to be out there. It needs to be in the public square. I think people need to to see that. I see some of your work kind of referenced that. I think you and I talked about that a little bit. Um, one day we were at Gamut, and um, there's like the piece you have of the woman with the with the the syrup. Yeah. And she's like drinking it, and she, her head is bad. There, it, there, there's so many layers to that piece. I mean, we spoke about that. There's so many hidden meanings to that piece, but they're only hidden if you don't understand the history of it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just what I took from it. Um, and that was a piece mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. reference back mm-hmm. very fluidly. Um, that was a piece that I had stashed away because mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, the. The world's not right for this one. In the closet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was... Um, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't that I, I wasn't ashamed of it. And I I just was more worried about people seeing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not what I intended it to be. And what was it? What did you intend? What was the wrong way or what I... No, what did you intend? Yeah. I, I intended that with the breaking down of stereotypes mm-hmm. that was my motive in making it mm-hmm. and I feel like I nailed it but mm-hmm. my my problem with putting it out into the world is that not everyone's going to look at it that way mm-hmm. and more importantly because it's a dark skinned woman in the picture mm-hmm. the the white lens mm-hmm. looking at that drawing mm-hmm. is what I was most worried about because mm-hmm. it is a sensual painting too. Mm-hmm. 
and it has like sexiness to it. Mm-hmm. But that's not all that there is to it, mm-hmm. you know. And that was what I was worried about: people only seeing that element of it, mm-hmm. and worse of all, liking it because of that element, you know, because it's not just okay. sexy, right? Yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from. I can, but I could see it from this perspective. And again, because I, I know you, I know you as an artist. But let's just say if I just removed that element of our relationship and I just didn't know you and I just saw that piece of work, I would look at that. It, a lot of the work. I mean, you cannot separate the art and the artist. Do you know what I mean? So the artist created this work is mm-hmm. this artist of color mm-hmm. you see what i mean so so there are things of course that I, if i created that kind of art i it, it may not it wouldn't come across a certain way mm-hmm. because i'm black the person in the in the art is of color she's black it's a syrup bottle uh-huh. It's an Aunt Jemima yeah. bottle. You the see what I mean? One. There's two, there's a lot of, that's right. what I'm saying. So there's a lot of connotations in there, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, okay, so who's the artist and who decided they can create this art and objectify yet another woman of color mm-hmm. with another stereotype in a hypersexualized way, which is what black women are known for. See what I mean? So there's just like a lot of different layers to it. And so, if I read into it that way, there's a different interpretations. Mm-hmm. And so I think the fact that you were able to pull that off in a way that is provocative and thought provoking, you know, and, um, you know, in, in very sensual at the same time, um, with telling a message with the use of that particular image of the syrup, the Aunt Jemima syrup, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it, it sort of plays dual, uh, you know, in, in, um, in the culture of, of um, the way black women have been cast in society, they're usually like this very hypersexualized, ready, if you look at movies, even from uh, like the... 30s and 40s even into the 50s even even today that stereotype has carried over into a lot of the mainstream mm-hmm. and where you'll have like the fat black mammy who is very um you know she's sassy but she is not sexually threatening to anyone mm-hmm. and she's gonna be there to take care of all of the white folks and their kids and she's kind of like the family but really not because she's right. still a servant but then you've got like the sassy the sassy black sexual woman and but that piece that you created you have both you have that sexual image of the black woman with her head back and pouring that syrup Mm-hmm. With the Angemima, which is that you see where I'm, how you've got mm-hmm. them together. I mean, right. it's really to me, it has a lot of meaning, and I I love it. I think it's really very provocative. I think that's great. That's you know, that's well, thank you. that's my critique, my <laughs> breakdown of it. But um, you know, because you're not just looking at the work. I mean, it's very and it helps me become a better artist. Mm-hmm. You know, which yeah. I think we as artists should inspire each other. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But but that work has really it has impact. I think it's going to hold up. It really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Have have you seen? We were talking about this. I don't know. Have you seen the art that we're talking about? 
No, no, you okay. it to me. So I'm just oh. going to go grab it. Oh, yeah, yeah, and please. Just so Isaac yes, I can be in on it. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. I think it's great. I love it. So yeah, mm -hmm. let's segue from there. Okay, Because I think sure. this would be fun to talk about, because I think we both consider ourselves to be a little artists, but <laughs> outside of, you know, just kind of outside the realm of the regular artist, mm -hmm. or one of those artists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, one thing that's always very hard for me is um, the artist schmooze. How do how do you feel about the artist the schmooze element that it takes to get your stuff seen? That mm -hmm. self salesman oh. thing that you have to have. Yeah, that's hard for me. Okay. How do you feel? Well, about um, again, I think it has a lot to do with your. Um, oh boy, yeah, the schmooze. Um, it's gonna sound cliche again, but I told you I have I sort I'm an artist, but I also have contempt <laughs> for the artist. Well, as do I. So this wise. Right, just... right, but not like, but not seriously. But you know, um, so you're called to be an artist, like you're called to be an engineer, like you're mm -hmm. called to be these things, and it's really up to you to answer that call. And so, you know, of all the things in the world, would I have picked an artist? I don't know. I don't know because the, the, the path is, is very intense and um, people think art is optional and art is not optional. Mm -hmm. You know, art is part of what makes us human. And so there is no option. There's no, well, I'm not sure. You know, do I really need art? Like, that's, mm -hmm. do I need air? Do I need, you know what I mean? It's You do, you need it. You need music. You, you know what I mean? You need human touch these are essential and right. art is to me is right up there with you know the essentials of living of life of understanding um so as far as the schmooze is concerned <laughs> i took a little train ride um but as far as the schmooze is concerned i think that is that's something that we just have to we right now that's just the nature of the beast as it relates to our work um I think the work should speak for itself. I think, you know, maybe the work should be do like 90, 99% of the talking and you should do like 1%. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, don't hold me to that, you know, <laughs> but, but, but I'm just saying in terms of just saying, you know, here's what I'm doing. And then the person go, wow, do you have more? You see what mm -hmm. I mean? So that's the so the work is kind of showing itself, and so I don't want to have to try to talk you into the work. If you mm -hmm. if you like the work, if you want to see more of the work, then then yeah, let's go and do that. But they but I understand what you mean about. I mean, even when you're doing the shows and stuff, you have to be there, and people are going to yeah. ask you about your like work. That's, and, it's, yeah. It's like, it, the best way it's like exercise to me okay is it, is it real it, to me okay like it's it's yeah. not it's very tough for me but i feel like if this is what we what we want to do we want to get our art in different galleries we want to get our art seen um you know there are um some really really great documentaries on which i love i'm into totally into documentaries but there's a really good documentary on um Netflix about this very topic and 
some of the artists, I don't want to say which ones, but some of the artists are showing in some really phenomenal places, but it's not so much the art as it is their personality, mm-hmm. you know, and all of the little little tricks and hoops and things that mm-hmm. people do, you know, um, to get people interested in their work. Right. Even though the work itself may not be interested, there's such there's so much a character that that doors will open for them because of that. Yeah. You know, and so um, the schmooze is is people want to know who, about you as the artist. That's something I keep in mind. Right. You know, and it can seem a little be a little self centered. You you know what I mean? Especially if that's not how you feel. So I think people. Well, I know people want to know about you as the artist. They want to know about your process and how you were able to create that. Because to us, it may seem like a very pedestrian thing Mm. as artists because it's something we're constantly doing. But for people who aren't as talented or don't have that kind of imagination, they want to get inside your head. And I think you should sort of open that door for them so that they can at least see a little bit of who you are behind just the painting on the wall or mm-hmm. you know a snowman or something like that I mean just you need to be vulnerable at some level you know beyond the art you create you need mm-hmm. to be a little vulnerable because they want to know more about who you are and how you got there and so if I don't think that's the schmooze you know what I mean I think right. that's being real and that's right. really helping them to understand and take what you're trying to say seriously you know, and your work and your vision, even if it's something whimsical, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Do it, do it, do it with, you know, with, with, with everything you have and, and let people know that this is something fun and, you know, it may be abstract, you may not get it, but I'm going to help you to see what this work is about. And mm-hmm. you'll open their, their minds to that. And, and that, that's something that they'll appreciate going forward. A lot, especially abstract art. If it's representational, I understand people can get it. But even though your work is more representational, it is very abstract in its meaning. And so there's a dual thing going mm. on. And and that would be great for you to have opened that doorway for them. You know, that visual artist mental doorway for them mm. to then look at other art and get it. You know, and so that's that's what I think about. So so is it really a schmooze? I don't think that's what I'm doing. But again, to talk about yourself. Whew. Well, so, yeah. maybe maybe schmooze. Maybe that wasn't the perfect word. Yeah, that's how I feel. And mm-hmm. I love this kind of talking about art. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. I haven't found my that my path yet. Yeah, that balance. Yeah, for I, me. I don't know. I mean, I um. I don't know. I mean, I can. I want to say that um, you have some qualities I wish I had in terms of. <laughs> no, seriously, I observe that um, qualities like um, you know I'm like more outgoing. You know, I wish I could be more reserved. I like the reserved, dark, brooding artist. That's you. <laughs> um, and you know, and um, I'm. Like, uh, totally opposite. I do brood. I have my brooding <laughs> moments. But um, but I don't look like a person that would be that way. And I think that your persona lends itself because that's this one of the stereotypes of the, you know, 
disassociated brooding artist that's mm-hmm. contemplating <laughs> the abyss. I mean, you know what I mean? And so, and so a lot of your work looks like you've been there and <laughs> you've come back and this is what you brought with you. Right. Um, and I love that. I do. Well, I love you. that. Yeah, I do. Um, but so, so yeah, so I, I some, sometimes wish like, okay, I need to just like, but you know, I have to like also accept this is just who I am as well. You know, and I do get that. Wow, you 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 seem so totally opposite of what I see you creating. Mm-hmm. So there is a good there's a paradox there, you know, where um, I may look one way, but I create something different, and so it, it works. Yeah, you know, it just works. But I think you're. I think me personally, I think your um, you your Albertness is what <laughs> is, is 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 you're right there. You know what I mean? I I I think it's great, even though it may seem inside you may be like feeling a certain way, but it kind of comes across like, oh yeah, he's an artist. It's okay, he's an artist. You know what I mean? Which I tell everyone. You know, it's like, look, I'm an artist. That's my new out. You know, when something is when it's not quite right, I go, you know, I'm an artist. <laughs> so, so you know, that's Call it. Well, we could use that for more. I do. More. I okay. go across the board. You know, it was like, okay, I was p- trying to put a tie together. Mm-hmm. I was a little late. You know, okay, I get it. I'm an artist. Okay, so you know what I mean? I was just like, however it works, I'm just going to use it for It's a yeah. catch-all for everything. I think all artists should do that, but not really, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, we all have our thing. Well, yeah, we can use it to get so much mileage out of it. Yeah, I'm I'm like on like year <laughs> mileage, right? Um, I don't know, but um, I'm gonna next time I get pulled over, just tell like, the I'm an artist. Tell them you're an artist. Hey, I can't. I'm an artist. I can't. This is what it is, and I'm an artist, just... and so I'm on my way to you know watch paint dry, and I had to speed to get there. Yeah. So that's my excuse. That's my. It was excuse. very urgent. It was urgent, certainly, certainly, definitely, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think if we just are ourselves, you know, people will either love you more for your art, or they will hate love your art, you know, because there are a lot of artists that we may not like who they are. You know as a person but they created some really amazing art mm-hmm. you know so there is certainly that particular um you know line of reasoning that would say well should i how do you tease those two things apart and i think we're sort of in a climate now where people are kind of trying to figure that out and yeah you know what i mean uh, yeah. so like what do you do where can people find work uh, to look at? Ah, yes. Well, okay, beyond at Gamut Art Gallery, um, here in our fair little hamlet of yeah. Strasbourg. And at this point, mm-hmm. um, when this comes out, mm-hmm. your work will be there. Yeah. This there. Yeah, that'll be there. And then there's another piece. There's some other pieces I didn't show you okay. that are some abstract pieces. And then um, I am going to show some of my uh, balloon art is going to be there as well. So it'll be illuminated. It'll be there. Uh, So that'll be there at Gamut. Um, That's our uh, first Friday, Mm -hmm. right? Um, June 1st. Mm -hmm. So June 1st. Okay. June 1st for three months. For three months. Thank you. Um, And then also on um, Facebook, I'm Funky Lollipop. And on... Instagram, 
and I want to say Pinterest and some Twitter. I'm not really a Twitter person, okay. but I feel like I just need a presence there. But more of the work can be seen more on Instagram. Okay. And, and on Instagram, Facebook. it's also Funky It's Funky Lollipop. Lollipop. Yeah. I create okay. under Funky Lollipop, which we, okay. we didn't get into why, how that name would happen. <laughs> how did that happen? But that's a, for another time. But okay. I, um, but I, I, uh, but that, that name just kind of, uh, like quick I was just trying to hide out that's basically it I was trying to be on social media under any other name other than Briggy Williams so that all of my friends from Facebook wouldn't find me on Pinterest or find me on because you know how everything aggregates oh yeah yeah. you know all your friends are also here and they're there and they're Mm -hmm. there and I was like oh my god I just don't want that I just want to sort of you know and I just came up with the name and then all of a sudden I thought this would be a, a cool name to create under Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so Instagram is really... And then also, um, I'm funkylollipop.com. I have a website, and you can go and okay. see more of the work. Um, I have to put more work up there, but I will certainly put up the piece that we talked about cool. tonight. But the some of the balloon work is there. And okay. also, um, I do some photography of fire as well that we didn't even talk about. Okay. So, but when I but I think we should kind of loop back around again at some point, and yeah. I can oh, show yeah. you some of my fire art, okay. as well. So awesome. But yeah, but funkylollipop.com, Pinterest, um, Instagram, Facebook. Cool. And that's funky with a ph. Ph. Yes, because that's how funky I am. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's with cool. a ph. <laughs> So great, and um, you could find Isaac's stuff at When in Zen on Instagram. Um, that's When underscore In underscore Zen, and um, you could find my stuff at, at Albert Shivers on Instagram and Albert Shivers on Facebook. Thank you so much, Brittany, for you, doing Albert. this show. This was this fun. Very I'm nice. I'm glad we got a chance to have a nice, good, long conversation. Yeah, a one-on-one. And cool. I really appreciate you opening up your space and your home and your your time to artists, local artists who want to get their voice out there. No, you're welcome. So, That's exactly what I want to do. Thank you. So I'll have to do it again. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Planet Shivers podcast. This production and others can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and archives.org. It can also be found with video content on the Albert Shivers YouTube channel. You can find even more content on Facebook at Albert Shivers Visual Artist and on Instagram at Albert Shivers. You can find Isaac Wilson's work on Instagram at WhenInZen. That's when underscore in underscore zen. Thank you again for listening, and don't forget to like and subscribe.